0: Libby's Movie Hunt. I'm your host Libby Hunt along with my producer and co-host Kevin E.
1: Hey Libby, how's it going? Good, how are you? I'm doing very well.
0: Happy Friday. Yes,
1: happy Friday.
0: Uh, Wish me luck. I'm about to take uh, 12 18-year-olds to the lake. Ooh. I know. That doesn't sound That like, should be interesting. I know. So I'm tired having a senior in high school. I feel like I have a <laughs> toddler again.
1: You know, I have to say, I, I've kind of seen over the last uh, couple of months, it, it does seem to be exhausting you a little bit. It
0: is. Well, I'm just having to stay up late and there's all these senior parties. Like last night, there was another dance on a school night and they didn't, you know, come... I, it was like midnight. So but it's okay. We're almost, th- I'm almost to the home, the home stretch. You're on the home stretch. I ran into a friend today and she said, I think God has a way of... Having you prepared for your children to leave by making it so kind of crazy at the end.
1: Yeah, I think you're, so.
0: You're ready to part ways. To where
1: you can kind of take a breather and, and yes. uh, relax a little bit.
0: But but it's it's gonna it's been a fun senior year with my cute little daughter. But so I'm doing that. Right, what are you doing this weekend? Anything fun?
1: Um. You know, I, I don't think that I really have any plans for this weekend. That's the,
0: best, that's the best kind of weekend. Yes. You will not be going to any movies, though, because there are no good there movies There is
1: nothing. It is such a desert out there for movies. Oh, sorry. I still haven't put the camera on me yet. I'm getting everything all...
0: But you told me some the, all the good summer oh, movies go. are coming in about a week or two?
1: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I, that's what I consider next week is really what kicks off the summer movie season with... Uh, some people would say Avengers did, but no. I mean, that's mm-hmm. kind of when they do that spring release deal right big blockbuster no the summer movie season starts with deadpool 2 in my opinion which comes out next week and i think it's going to be huge
0: yes and what else did you say is coming out uh, now, well
1: a week after that is uh solo a star wars star wars story yes um after that i'm not sure i know there's another one but then we have jurassic park uh fallen kingdom Uh, And then a little towards the end of the summer, you also have uh, Mission Impossible Fallout, I think is the name of it. Oh, that's right. I'm so
0: excited. Anytime
1: there's a new Mission Impossible, I'm always excited They've worked on that a year. Yeah.
0: And supposedly Tom Cruise did a lot of his own stunts, which he always does. So I can't wait.
1: It is crazy. I mean, the amount of stunts that are not only in the movies, but the ones that he does. Like in Ghost Protocol, hanging off the side of the building in Dubai, being tethered to an airplane for for the last one. They
0: probably just make all kinds of – scary, I mean, makes all kinds of accommodations to make it as safe as possible, not scary.
1: Oh, definitely, but can you imagine the people, the insurance people oh. on set, the amount they much sweat, that's like, what if Tom Cruise falls off the side of a plane That's it's our fault? Well, <laughs> one and the biggest he, movie stars on Earth.
0: Oh, I know. He, and he just looks better with age. He does with some guys that, that's just not right.
1: <laughs> he's in his 50s, and he's my
0: age, exactly.
1: I, got, I mean, in what, what was the most recent when he's in, Nelson I can't think. American Made. Mm-hmm. I would have guessed he was in his early 40s.
0: Easily. He looks great. I don't know whatever he's doing. I, I don't think it's that Scientology stuff. Though. I don't either. <laughs> it
1: must just be, I mean, healthy lifestyle and a lot of good genes. I don't when know. God, right?
0: Some guys just do age pretty well. I yeah. mean, some don't. But, okay, well, we could get off on that forever. But um, I, another thing has been so tired, it's been a busy week, is we were down last week at the Magnolia Movie Theater talking about the Dallas International Film Festival. And so I went to all the movies this week. Yes. Like. I didn't see enough I bought this past this year where you could see everything so I didn't go actually every day but sometimes I did do two and three but if I go next year I'm really really going to try and go to more because it is so much fun yeah so you didn't go to end up going to any, did no, you? No, I
1: didn't. I mean, but it, it, I wish I had only because we were there. I know. And we did that remote last week, and it was just such a fun atmosphere. I'm like, I wish I was involved in this. Like, I need to be doing this next year. Next year, I'm buying you pass. Yeah, t- definitely. I will totally do that.
0: Because you want to go to opening and closing night. Because, So as I've said before, what's so fun, much fun about a film festival is the directors or the writers or the actors, somebody from there is usually at, at there for this Q&A The afterwards. Q&A's, yeah. So the f- opening night was... Uh, oh, I can't remember the film I saw first. I don't know if I loved it. What was oh, we that?
1: talked about it last week. Um, Is it the... Uh, it wasn't the Rob Reiner one. Oh, it was wasn't? Rob
0: Reiner, and he was there. So it was fun to see him. We talked about that. Did I talk about that on air?
1: You t- You talked about that film on air, but you didn't talk about the conference you'd been at before.
0: Did I talk about uh, Puppet Master?
1: You did not talk about Puppet Master because you hadn't seen it yet. It was premiering that night last Friday when we okay. were
0: there. Well, Puppet Master is a reboot of the series that you said there's like 15 or 16 there's just, a bunch. It's one of lot. those
1: like Children of the Corner Hellraiser. Yeah, where there's all these sequels that people don't even know exist, but there's they're out there.
0: Well, there was one that was done okay pretty well. The others are like direct to, to cable or VOD or whatever. Yes. But the I so this company did, and actually I met with them this week, Dallas O'Ney and his partner um, Amanda, they started this company called He's an was an LA manager producer from Highland Park, he's in his late 30s, he moved back to Dallas when he had kids and he wanted to raise his kids here and he started this movie company called Cinestate. And it's one of the few really production companies, I mean there's a lot, but his is more big time. They really make money in movies. They have a little formula. And I wanted to hear about what he does, but they may, they bought the Puppet Master franchise or whatever, how you do that, and they're gonna start making more Puppet Master movies.
1: I didn't even know you could do that. That's pretty cool. Though.
0: Right, and so it's, they also bought, bought Fangoria, that does a lot of... Yeah, yeah, so, totally. When he does the horror films, they'll be under Fangoria. And when he does other films, he did Bone Tomahawk with Kurt Russell last year. I don't know if... It, I don't know that it, one. It was out a short time, but it, it's a great movie. And um,
1: Fangoria is a big deal in the horror community. Right. Well,
0: So he has Fangoria, but if he does more mainstream movies or independent movies or you know more artsy movies, they'll be under cin- CineState. Right. So it's fun to hear about that, that something... Is going on in Dallas and we are gonna ha- start making more Dallas movies and Texas movies so that's exciting I love that I know it's so exciting but puppet master y'all literally the funniest thing I've ever seen I mean these puppets these Hitler puppets are like anti-semitic and like chopping up and killing people in the most crazy way that why did I like this movie
1: but apparently it maintains the tongue-in-cheek kind of uh spirit of you know the original concept it and it's not trying to take itself too serious
0: no not at all well my friend Jonathan Brownlee who I had on the show who's the uh, CEO of the Dallas International Film Festival at the end he goes I can't believe you're still here I thought you would have walked <laughs> out and he's one of the producers I'm like he thought that was so funny I'm like Jonathan that movie cracked me up it's like the crazier way the puppets could kill the people the funnier it was I
1: love those kind of horror films yeah
0: like heads are chopped off and thrown in the toilet there were a couple, there, the, I mean, I can't believe I was laughing about this, but there's this one point where this kid's holding on the back of this guy's pants, and the puppets come off and chop the kid off, and all this hanging on to the pants or the hands. I love that
1: kind of stuff. It, it sticks with those kind of old, uh, the goofy kind of splatter films. Like, um, right. And, and the the ones like Piranha 3, Double uh-huh. D, and... Um, Uh, The Herschel Gordon Lewis old films or whatever, like Blood Feast and Blood Feast Two, where it's just more over the top and the more like, but it's not realistic portrayals of like gore and stuff. But it's really funny. I love those kind of. You
0: you would have gotten the people in the audience. Obviously, there are a lot of fans of those kind of films. Yeah, were just howling, laughing. My son, there's said there's a name for those type of people on the internet that like that kind of stuff.
1: There are. I'm trying to think of what it is right now.
0: And there's a comic book series, too, that kind of follows along with this. But a a Dallas actor, Skeeta Jenkins, who watches the show sometimes, and Ann Beyer, she was a Dallas actress that's in L.A., they're in it. So that was fun to see some Dallas actors, I know, in it. Um, The main character, you recognize him. I'll have to come up with his name, but it's funny. Is it going
1: to be a wide release?
0: No, it's going to just be a weekend release, I believe, early August, and then it'll go right to VOD. Okay. And that's where it'll make all its money. Yeah. But it was funny. So then, my I told the that team, the production team, the other day when I was meeting with them, I said my other fa- favorite film, completely opposite at the festival, was. Mr. Rogers' Neighborhood, a documentary.
1: <laughs> yeah, and that one, I think, is getting a wide release. It's
0: coming out maybe next week, but it is so good, Kevin. Do you remember Dr. Ro- Mr. Rogers at all?
1: You know, I do, but even as a kid, I think, you know, just gener- generationally, I thought it was boring. My sister right. liked it more. She was older, but... Um...
0: Well, he's just real soothing, and he's this movie, though, like, it's... It, you'll cry. Like, they handed out tissues just kind of as like a gag in the theater, but they're like, literally, everybody was sniffling. It was... He, he said... He got into TV right when it came out. He was going to, to be a minister, and he's like, you know, kill, children have worth, and they get scared, and they need to be comforted, and all, just everything he had to say was so sweet. You know, there's that saying that Mr. Rogers says that his mom always said to him, Mom, I'm scared, you know, the World Trade Center's going down, or whatever. Some scary thing happens, and he's like, don't be scared. Just always look for the helpers out there. There's always helpers. I mean, he has these cute little things yeah. he says. And it, I don't know, Quits they make kids, and anecdotes and anecdotes kind of things that, that are, make you feel good. Yes, that you're, oh, you're like, oh, Yeah, type, yeah. But it was really good. I highly recommend both those and for different reasons. So
1: <laughs> very different reasons. Okay, but
0: that. yeah, very, very different. I mean, it couldn't but so the last night, so I saw all kinds of other little fun. I saw a lot of short, the short series, narrative documentary. That was fun, but last night they played for the 40th anniversary, Animal House.
1: Oh, that's right.
0: And are you an I forgot that's what fan? they were wrapping
1: up with. Yes, definitely.
0: Oh, my gosh. Well, I took my son and my daughter and her friend. They'd never seen it. They were like, Mom, that was so hilarious. John Landis, the director, came. And the guy who played D-Day, you know, the one that had <laughs> the, had the motorcycle. motorcycle. <laughs> um, he, he, McGill, somebody McGill, I'll look up his name. Um, it was so, they were so cute. It um, John Landis, you know, when he did that, he was 27 years old. Yeah. National Lampoon, you know, wrote it, the people, and they, some guys that went to Harvard and it was Dartmouth. Well, Harold Ramis was one of them.
1: Yes, definitely. I remember, yeah, he was definitely part of that that crew.
0: And John Landis came in and kind of do a rewrite on it and they ended up saying direct it. And they shot it in Oregon because they asked 30 different universities to do it there and nobody wanted to. Yeah.
1: Nobody wanted to be the... So it was... Nobody wanted to University be favored
0: Oregon. And the, I, if any of you out there remember Animal House, there's a horse brought into Dean Wormer's office. That was actually the um, dean of University of Oregon's office. He was a young guy at the time. Oh, he's really? Like, he's like, that's hilarious. Bring the, bring the horse yeah. on in. Isn't that funny? The
1: scene where the horse is killed by it. Oh. Natural causes, but... Natural causes. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I was going to tell y'all the actor's name. It is... D-Day's name was Bruce McGill. And he's recently been on Rizzoli and Isles. He's been in he's been in every movie you can think of.
1: He's one of those dudes who's always kind of in the background. You would you're totally
0: like, recognize him. Yeah, but, he, but yeah, he's
1: one of those yeah who's been in so many films and like every single TV series ever. He's been in at least one episode. You, I, do
0: you recognize him now that you're? Thinking? He has a gray goatee now.
1: I don't. I don't think so. I mean, I, I definitely recognize. Um, the not the guy the guy who plays otter and boone definitely i've recognized another film since then but i don't think d-day right. I, he's one of those where i've probably seen him a million times just didn't know it was him
0: you'll you'll have to look him up and see but yeah the, on in the film remember he plays it's it's called i wrote it in, on my facebook thing oh, william tell his overture or, on, his, yeah. <laughs> on his um what do you call it voice box on his windpipe He did it last night for us. Oh, really? That is why a little did they have it
1: mic so like everybody could hear it. Yes, that's pretty cool.
0: So they're down. I mean, literally, I'm on the front row. They're right there, and I'm like, this is why I'm a film buff and a film nerd. This is why festivals are fun for me because like they're telling me every little detail, you know, about the film, behind the scenes stuff about John Belushi. Just it was so fun. That's awesome. You would have loved it. I would have loved it. Film nerds would love festivals, so y'all it's go.
1: It's funny though, that's that's one of those comedies that by today's standards with everything going on in the Me Too movement and stuff, there's a lot of inappropriate content in that Right. <laughs> well, mean, remember Nas- that Na- wouldn't fly these days. No,
0: National Lampoon was always kind of a little, you're like, ugh, that's uncomfortable. Always was racy, in yeah. In fact, he, John Landis said he changed some things in it because he was like, oh my gosh. But someone asked last night, why was this set in 62? And he said, well, one of the guys who wrote it went to Dartmouth in 1962. But also you could since time is away from you, you can make fun of and say inappropriate things that you couldn't get away with in 1976, when it was filmed, or right. 78, I think it was 78, that you could in 1962,
1: mm. you know? Yeah, that makes sense. But
0: John Landis, y'all, he's done, he did American Wool- Wool- Werewolf in London, he did Trading Places, he did- Blues Brothers. Blues Brothers, I mean, he's he's a very famous actor, a director, so that was fun to in that. So I could go on and on about the festival forever. But Kevin saw a bad movie. (laughs) Um, It's with
1: uh gabriel union oh. breaking in i mean i love
0: her but yeah and i
1: i don't think we're we're spoiling too much by saying that i don't know that it's a movie that people had super high expectations for when you see it you know it's a mother's day r- release uh, i mean it
0: looks like something i might want to see i
1: i was i was open-minded it's mm-hmm. it's very much uh conceptually conceptually like a mix between uh panic room and hostage the movie with bruce willis and ben foster that came out yes. god i don't even remember and long, did we like long time that ago. did you
0: like it was okay it was a good
1: movie yeah um it was really dark and violent though. This I love is not that dark and panic violent.
0: room. Love that.
1: Yes, panic room yeah. is great. This is not nearly as good as <laughs> Yeah. And it's almost a reverse. Okay, so I'll give you a quick synopsis. Gabriel Union's father was super wealthy. He dies, she's in charge of his estate. She's going to kind of clear, mm-hmm. handle everything, or whatever, brings her two kids. They're staying at his mansion. And it's built like a giant fortress, like one big panic room, essentially. So four criminals oh. break in because there's some, you know, supposedly a safe in there mm-hmm. that has all this millions that they can steal and whatnot. And they end up locking themselves into the house with the kids while she's on the outside. So she's finding oh. ways to get in and get to them for from the outside and hmm. is taking them out almost in like a die-hard type fashion she's actually it, gabrielle Union does a good job she's not bad it, right. if anything i would say she's a shining kind of point in the film and potentially could you know be doing other leading roles maybe she definitely looks a lot older you know it's now, not why to bring does she it stay to, outside why did not you call the police
0: well you never do it in the movies because right, they be have, movie. they'll
1: kill the kids you know oh, oh i gotcha so uh yeah reverse panic room she's trying to get into the panic room almost
0: oh i almost have to see this to see it because it sounds like an interesting concept
1: well it's very quick um Mm -hmm. and it's just kind of a by by the numbers thriller there's virtually in my opinion i don't want to bash it too bad but there's virtually zero substance in this film i mean not much that you're going to really remember and take away it's just one that's kind of fun to sit through in a, in a, in a VOD-type way. I mean, that's really what it feels like, something that maybe you'd watch at home or would be a straight-to-DVD. Like, for example, I watched Deep Blue Sea 2 VOD yeah. the other day, and this is not much better quality, and it's a mm. full-release motion picture. So I
0: like Deep Blue Sea
1: 1. I, I, do, I do, too.
0: But, like, in the Panic Room, they made us care about Kristen Stewart, Jodie Foster's daughter, because she had asthma and needed her medicine or whatever. Yes. Or or for her diabetes.
1: Well, and they they were more fleshed out characters and the acting was better. This one really packs in uh, a lot of cheese.
0: Okay. Well, I may pass on that.
1: Because I don't think Panic Room is really that cheesy. Hostage definitely was not cheesy. This one definitely, definitely brings, yeah, it it has some of that, more of that to it than the, the aforementioned films.
0: What would you give it?
1: <sighs> um you know it, it's complicated because for a, a vod movie i would technically call it popcorn worthy but that's not really what we do here and for the sake of a wide release film it's definitely half popped okay so yeah
0: there you
1: go. in fact i probably spent more time on it than i even should have
0: <laughs> yeah well i think people need to know that because they don't want to waste their 10 bucks or whatever yes you know uh, yeah.
1: If you're like a, somehow some kind of huge Gabriel Union fan uh, that, that I don't know about and you just love these kind of movies, maybe it's for you. But yeah, the average moviegoer, don't waste your money.
0: Wait, I, of course, know who she is, but what is she famous for? Is she one of those on one of those TV series? I,
1: I remember her most, honestly. It's, she's the rival chick in Bring It On with uh, That's Kirsten right. Dunst. I mean, she's
0: been in tons of stuff. Yeah. Yes. But okay. she does
1: not look the same. She's definitely, definitely aged.
0: Okay. Well, I think I might pass.
1: Yeah, I I, I would.
0: Well, I saw Overboard with um, why well, can't I can't even think of her name. Anna <laughs> Faris. Anna Faris and a guy that we don't even know, and it was directed by some guys who've done a bunch of Frasier episode. And all I can say is I left.
1: Ooh, that's uh, that's, that's a, a rare occurrence.
0: Left the theater. Now, when offensive, it wasn't. It just was boring. And lame. Lame. It just it just wasn't good. It's like. I don't even know if it's good enough for TV. It just wasn't.
1: <laughs> I have to I, I mean, I, from the trailers and stuff and from how little marketing it got, it kind of seemed like it was almost like a lifetime or a direct-to-DVD type film.
0: Yeah. It was just um, basically the same concept overboard when she is goes on his the rich guy's yacht, you know, he acts ugly to her. He's a spoiled rich brat. He falls off, gets amnesia. She takes him in and pretends like Eva Longoria plays a friend that gives her the idea, which I was a weird part for her because it was kind of a bit part.
1: That is very strange. And
0: she brings him in and, um, you know, tortures him. He, th- he thinks that he's her husband, but he's so confused because he's a rich spoiled guy and, you know, you yeah. know what happens after that? I don't want to spoil it, but same thing that happens in the other movie. You know.
1: Which is one of those where if you take a step back and look at it, even back when the original came out, Rose on Goldie Hawn, is a really messed up premise. <laughs> it's like, do you really need to revisit that? I know. It's almost like Mrs. Doubtfire. Like, if you read that story in the paper, you'd be like, that guy is seriously messed so, up. Totally. And same with this. Like, if you kidnap someone and trick them into thinking they're someone they're not, oh, it's, I mean, terrible. It's, it's, it's horrible. So right. I don't know why anyone really felt a need to revisit it. And then... I guess I kind of get the gender swap thing, they so trying to do yeah. something new, but yeah. I think I if
0: they had remade this, they should have just gotten really different cute. The people just weren't cast right. Yeah. Ish. Anna Ferris was okay, but it, it's just, no. I'd, I'd say bag full of kernels. Bag full of kernels?
1: Mm-hmm. Um, where's my bag full of, There we go. If,
0: yeah, my bag full of kernels. <laughs> hate to do it. I hate to get out those because I know so much effort's putting in. To having a movie made put into having a movie made but sorry. yeah at
1: least breaking in is not bag full of kernels I'll give it that yeah there's some pop. entertainment to be so had. if there.
0: it comes on TV I'll watch it yeah I don't even know if I could sit through this overboard it was so stupid <laughs> so stupid
1: um, we should almost have a separate rating for ones that you couldn't sit all the way through right,
0: I left how many of those that's happened that's
1: maybe two we've been
0: doing this a couple of years Two or three yeah just a few so I'm so I was so busy this week I'm like I'm just leaving I'm like, I even, just don't want to do this. It was it even was getting so close to the so end, time. and I knew what the end was going to be. That's probably why I left, because I, I knew where it was going. Yeah. Because it's a remake. So. Exactly.
1: You knew exactly how, it, how the story ends.
0: I'm done. Yeah. So. And I was tired. <laughs> <laughs> so that's a bye-bye.
1: So pass on overboard.
0: But I want to end on a good movie. The Melissa, I hope I pulled it up here, uh, McCarthy movie. Um. On oh my.
1: Yeah, I think I, I got a logo. I forgot for my it, notes today.
0: I forgot my notes, what I usually write a little something. Oh, and Life all the these. Party. There we go all these movies we're talking about, the film you saw, the film Overboard, all are, and this Melissa McCarthy movie is all in the 33 percentile on Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah. Completely disagree on this one. Um, Life of the Party, it's about, obviously, Melissa McCarthy has a college-age daughter, senior in college. Her husband wants a divorce right after the daughter goes off for her senior year, and Melissa had never finished college because she had her daughter, and so she decides to go back to college with her daughter, and you can only imagine the funny things that ensue.
1: So it's almost, I mean, premise-wise, like back to school is right in Dangerfield. Yes, Oh, okay. a
0: lot like that. But her husband in real life, Melissa McCarthy, um, we were trying to remember how to say, Falcone? Yes, he, um, oh, there it is, Breaking Bad. Uh, Not Breaking Breaking Bad, Breaking In.
1: It's funny when I was reading stuff about it before, like every time when I tried to find promotional materials for Breaking In and I would Google Breaking In, like poster or Breaking In this or whatever, it just pulled up Breaking Bad stuff.
0: Oh, right, (laughs) I know, which we love, Breaking Bad. Um, but her husband directed it, and he's directed tons of her movies. He's directed Boss and um, oh, just tons. Did he do the Heat. The Heat. He did. I didn't realize he was such a big director. You know, he always has bit parts. Remember in Bridesmaids, he played the um, guy on the airplane. With the,
1: her? The, yeah, the um, TSA air Marshall. Air marshal. That's what it is. Yeah, and, yeah. And yeah.
0: um, he has a little bit part in this. It's really funny. But I, it's really a cute movie. And um, the girl from modern family julie bowen bowen is in it which i didn't even recognize her i don't think oh well gosh maya angelo not not Maya angelo yeah no maya rudolph not Maya angelo the poet (laughs) poet um maya rudolph plays her best friend and she
1: also in bridesmaids
0: bridesmaids i kind of have to say she kind of steals some of the scenes yeah it's real she i after watching while i was watching this not afterwards i was thinking she would she needs her own movie, I think. It's time for her to have her own movie.
1: Yeah, I don't think she's ever, she yeah, ever b- been a lead.
0: She's never been a lead. She was very, very good in this. Um, I I took, I went on a screening night, so it was full theater. Everybody was crying, laughing. I mean, I give it high, popcorn worthy.
1: I mean, that's that's a pretty good testament to it, if, if a lot of people in the theater. Are, oh, I uh, mean, that's impressive.
0: Yeah, it was very—I I really recommend it. I don't know why it's getting such so bad ratings. Um,
1: well, it's glad we have one that's not, you know.
0: I really liked it. That's a bummer it. for this week. I don't know why. Why? why did, when I like something so much, did it get such bad ratings, though?
1: I don't. That happens to me all the time. Sometimes. It that, happens with horror movies a lot.
0: Yes. I don't know. That's another thing. I was talking about horror films to that um, the guy from CineState the other day. You know, horror films just tend to make money, though, no matter what. No matter what kind of ratings that's true. or anything.
1: And yeah. every once in a while, there are those movies. I, I will never be able to agree with Rotten Tomatoes 100% of the time. I mean, for example, because I love the TV show when the Entourage movie came out. Mm -hmm. I loved that movie.
0: Oh, you did say I didn't? I thought
1: it was a great continuation of the series. And then, yeah, it had like a 20 something percent on Rotten Tomatoes. I'm like, I don't get why everybody hated it, but.
0: I didn't hate it. I just, I loved the show so much that I felt like, I don't know.
1: And watching it, revisiting it, I'll admit there are some things about it that's not. there are some things that are way more gimmicky in the gimmicky. movie than they were in the show.
0: And too many. They had too many. They were throwing in. I mean, shoot. They had. Um,
1: oh, the the cameos. The it's cameos. like every single. Yeah. Yeah. That's every
0: true. Celebrity, I, I, that was That's never a good sign in a movie, I think, when you do I that. I think there's a
1: whole scene dedicated in the studio a lot when he's traveling from one office to the uh, another. Ari is. And it, he just encounters like 15 celebrities. Warren it's Buffett.
0: Like, the only reason. To ha- yeah, exactly. Yeah. The only
1: reason you guys did that was to have all these cameos that nobody really cares about.
0: I, I Some reason that bothered me. But I, I don't know. I don't know. How do we get off on that?
1: I don't know. Oh, but you're talking <laughs> about movies that you like to get bad yeah. rotten reviews.
0: But y'all, next year, get to the Dallas International Film Festival, or any festival for that matter. It's a fun way to see see movies that you may not see otherwise. Um, but hopefully, we are going to have better news to tell you about movies in the future.
1: I have a really good feeling that you're not going to walk out of Deadpool 2.
0: Oh no! I'm gonna love that's that. That's gonna be awesome. I love Ryan Reynolds.
1: Me too. I actually just watched Adventureland last night. Good, good Ryan Reynolds. Movie. I love that
0: movie. Yeah, but the only thing, Deadpool, it's uh, it's it had some weird part in a. It's a weird movie. It's
1: very weird. Weird and funny. Though. All of a sudden, there'll be extreme violence or you know other adult content yeah. that I didn't expect. Yeah, for oh, sure.
0: Let me warn people if they do watch Puppet Master, there is some nudity that is totally uncalled for. I would say that, you know. Well, I mean, gosh, all of it's uncalled That's for. That's just
1: a horror staple, but yeah. <laughs> yeah. To throw in as much offensive content as possible.
0: Well, This you might find interesting too, last night, right before we wrap it up. Uh, John Landis was talking about, he was, you know, he's like, people are like, he started a trend with this type of comedies. And he was doing a panel with some other directors and he was sitting with the guy who did Halloween, uh, John Carpenter. And the the person said, you know, you started the trend where female virgin types like Jamie Lee Curtis are left alone, but the ones that aren't virginal are killed. And he's right. like, he goes, I kind of did start that trend. And he goes, I didn't know I did it. Sometimes these directors do something and then they don't, didn't purposely do it.
1: Yeah. And they don't even receive the credit for being the first one. Why? Right. Well, you know, he people doesn't don't even really know want yeah. that
0: credit, but he's like, I don't, I'm kind of thinking about it now. And I did start that trend.
1: Yeah. But, you know, that is very interesting,
0: but that's what I'm saying is about these festivals and the directors and the producers and the writers and actors come and they give you little nuggets that you're like, oh, that was kind of interesting to hear. So, kind of fun.
1: More and more reasons to head Take out to up. the film fest. Yes. I'm definitely going to get in on this next year.
0: It was fun. It was a fun week, but y'all, I'm I feel like I've kind of been down about movies. I'm sorry. It'll be I, like during the Oscar season, my show seems to be so much more enthusiastic, you think it's more
1: because, vibrant when we have vibrant, Oscar stuff going on. Because
0: there's like movies I can just talk to you about that I love. There like are like was,
1: super well-made movies, but the summer blockbuster season is fun to me, too.
0: Yeah, it was so fun. But I was like, A Quiet Place, just, I was so glad that came out a few weeks ago, because that, or a month ago, it just made brought so much joy to me. A breath, was, of breath of fresh air. A breath of fresh air. And I was surprised by something, which I'm never surprised, so.
1: I felt that way about Ready Player One.
0: Yes, you loved that. Yes. I did, too. That was good, I have to admit. I saw it a second time and loved it. But we are going to wrap it up. I'm heading to the lake with the teenagers. And um, (laughs) y'all all go enjoy the movies, and we'll see you next Friday at three. Thanks.